In three, two, one. Hello, Internet, and welcome to the Friendship Snake Podcast. I am your host, Wade Mariano, and I'm a bit sick. Well, I'm getting better now. And I'm joined by... Trace Finicaro. And... Coraline Stabberwine. That's the one, Gunner Kennedy. How's it going there, gents? <coughs> Fantastic. Good. We're not... So, we're not... We're not with disease like you yeah i so sick boy trace i i don't want to blame your daughter but she's the only sick human being that i came in contact before i got the plague (laughs) so they're uh they're just walking talking viruses like no one else got sick except for shauna well my mom got sick too so maybe i could blame barb but my wife watches a kid three days a week and, uh, you know, if he's sick or if my son's sick or, you know, just if we want to keep germs away from each other, she gives one color cup to one kid and then another color cup to the other kid. Now, these aren't these are sippy cups, right? Right. But without fail, five minutes after the kid showed up, gets fucked up. Yeah, it's like they're just plotting against us. Yes. Like like my my youngest will have his sippy cup in front of him and he will reach across his table and grab the other fucking sippy cup and start drinking it. Didn't didn't wasn't wasn't there something going around where there was an image of your your youngest son crawling inside a refrigerator? Yes, that's true. Yeah, it's like it's it's he like I I think I think there might have been some licking and like it's just it, it, the whole box is just a cauldron into the cauldron of, of, of into the unknown. He's an agent of chaos. Yes, <laughs> he's 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 only one year away from putting the toilet paper on the wrong way around. He understands conflict resolution though. When the other one starts crying because his sippy cup has been taken, can you guess his his reaction? I'm sorry. Or gives it his, gives them his. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> or he'll just sit on the chair with them and just they'll just share the same bottle. <laughs> Our biological merge is eternal now. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the things with the split door refrigerators is the uh, the freezer becomes a ladder for children, so you can open up the split door and then they can open up the freezer door and they just step a little, they like step into the freezer and then they step into the fridge. So the picture that Gunner's describing, my son was actually just kind of standing on that ledge, uh, that first ledge of the split door refrigerator, holding a gallon of milk that weighed about as much as him. Yeah. I was going to say he's, he's, well, he's quite strong. That one He is, which is why I don't, which is why I don't mess with him. I let him give everyone colds. Maybe it was him. <laughs> Maybe he is a sleeper cell, <laughs> biological is, is, terrorist. Is is he is he the Bruce Willis <clears throat> to your Samuel L. Jackson and Unbreakable? No, he's definitely uh, Bruce Willis to Trace's Samuel L. Jackson. No, that's what I'm saying. That, no, that's what <laughs> oh I'm, yes, yeah, I'm so fucking lutely. They call they, they they call they call him Mister Tr- Mister Trass. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's so crazy. So we have we have a railing uh, at the top of our stairs, and there is just maybe a one inch like okay. border on the other side of the railing, and that one inch border goes all the way around the top of the stairs. It's like twice as thick as is like 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 molding that you would have at the bottom of a wall, right? And it's just a little ledge. And uh, my daughter's doing gymnastics, so she thinks it's cool to just walk around that one-inch ledge. So my three-year-old started doing it. And yesterday, he just fell like a full flight of stairs straight down onto the ground. And, you know, of course, I think that I think like the worst, you know, because he just fell all the way down. And it turns out that the only reason he was crying is because he was startled. He was scared. Right. And not he just, actually injured. Not injured at all. Like we would, we would break a bone. Yes. <laughs> but we would also never be idiots and try to just for fun. I mean, if we had to, we would do it. You know, like we would fall down the stairs painting the wall that's on the other side because there's no way to get a ladder there. <laughs> like, how the fuck do you paint this wall? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> sorry. Mystic Stamp Company, what is it? <laughs> you, say that, you say that shit. You say that shit, and it's... It, it, it's like... <laughs> It's it's like the get smart. What's the get smart agency like? You know, he's just doing his thing. He's sitting in his desk. The freaking tube opens up, and he just descends down into like a secret agent men in black area. They're still making stamps, but at least you know it's cool. I don't. Think I think they're dealing stamps. I don't think they're making stamps. I think they're dealing, which is yeah. even more like interesting. Ooh, that, oh, see, that's international man of mystery because that's 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 how you get like that's like the stamp stamps aren't. Stamps aren't stamps aren't tracked currency, so it's like I have I have I have I have six ducks and a misprinted old English lady. <laughs> Can I? How much? How much are stamps now? I, that's a good question. Ready? Time for the Google machine. Can we guess before you Google it? I'm I guess say, like for a book of stamps or for a stamp? One stamp, yeah. I'm saying I'm gonna say what do you got, Gunner? Fifty cents. I'm gonna Oof. say a buck ten. I was gonna say twenty-seven cents. I'm way off, huh? Let's see. How much is a stamp? The, okay, the, the cost of a one ounce first class mail stamp is fifty-five cents at the post office, or forty-seven cents if you buy and print stamps online using stamps.com. Oh, well, they haven't gone up. <laughs> I figured they would have gone up. I don't Not even yet. Remember. It's it's coming soon. Well, actually, what it is is that they're they're um oh what the hell was it like there was there was one big thing they're trying to sneak through to like got um got the post office like basically privatized the post office again you know because that that's always a big thing but I think like you know again we're sound politics so um yes yeah, so I'm, I'm gonna, it was I'm, I'm forty five cents. Seven years ago, it's only gone up ten cents in seven years, eight years. That's not bad. Well, it, it's always a race because it's the the sh it's it's a race between shipping and um 
you know, like cutting delivery days and stuff like that. Because it's, it's, it's kind of, like, yeah, like we actually have like one of the few functional post offices in the entire Western world. Really? Like they don't have a post office in like England? England's is really F- well, no, because England they sold it. They sold it to private companies like the the rail system and everything like that. And it's just kind of always been this colossal. It's kind of it's kind of like my it's kind of like my um my internet service where like the company that did it bought everything that was failing and just didn't like their big their brilliant idea is that they. Uh, they don't invest and they just collect money and punch you in the face every time you actually expect something to work properly. Nice. And then like people will phrase, cause uh, actually as I segue into that, uh, fr- so my ISP is declaring bankruptcy. Huh. <clears throat> think, do you think spectrum will buy them and then just shut them down? No, I think that like, they're just, <laughs> I'm just, I think, I think that uh, it's just going to like the, the, the offices are going to be left for like abandoned and like you'll just drive by and there's a deer hanging out in the, in the cube. What What is that going to mean for you and your, your, your fam, dude? Uh, well, I, I, I think it can only get better. I mean, like this is, this is how bad it is. AT&T cellular is a more predictable, like a more productive service than this point. It's re- really, it's kind of a race between Elon getting all the satellites in orbit and my pot switch failing. <laughs> down the Jesus road. Christ. So I have a, I have a question. <clears throat> um, because you guys might know a little bit about this. And it's off the top of my head. So if you don't know anything about it, then just we'll, we'll just say fuck it. 5G, what like yeah. advantages, disadvantages? Is it coming out? It makes you pee blue. Yeah, it's blue yeah. pee. Yep. That's it. Okay, fair enough. Cool. It's your advantage. It's blue Fuck. pee. Which I, it can be considered an advantage or a disadvantage depending on what color you normally pee. Well, which of this which of the 19 different implementations or technologies that are involved in 5G do you actually mean what's, by 5G? What's the wave they're calling it? It's not micro, it's What is it? Uh, fem- femtowave or millowave or something. Millowave, yeah. So essentially, and Gunner, I'm going to talk right the fuck over you. I can do that okay. now because we fixed the bandwidth problem by yes. not fixing it. Yes. We'll talk about that later. Um, yeah, so whatever this millowave is, um, essentially it's a very, very short um, wavelength, which like only 24. works... 25 gigahertz, right? Something like that. I don't even know, but it only works in short distances. So the main people that are going to start benefiting from really high bandwidth using 5G are actually the people that are in really condensed areas. It's yeah, because it's kind of all like, about like, yeah. Providence is getting 5G somewhat soon, is what they say. Yeah, it's kind of like it's kind of like Wi-Fi for the masses. If you're in a rare, a, a really dense area, if you're not in a dense area, then it's not going to, then the middle waves aren't going to do you any justice. And there's another band of it that's out. But from what I understand, the benchmarks aren't any higher than 4G right now, which if you remember when 4G came out, they were saying similar things. That's why they put LTE after it. Because okay. LTE stood for long-term evolution, which was their way of saying it'll eventually be 4G. It's like uh, in the, in the Steam store, like everything's in early access. Yeah. Well, no, no. So, so <clears throat> I mean, like, there's a there's a few things. Which is one. Um, the main thing with 5G is that it, in theory, 
all of its shitty things are actually strengths. Which is, um, you have this, so like Wi-Fi, you have this kind of the same problem. So Wi-Fi, you can only have so many clients hooked up to the same node, right? It's like, what is it? Like Trace, it's like 256 devices on the, the access point or something like that, give or take. I don't know. Well, you know, but like there's there, there's only so many like devices that you can have on each base station. Right. And the way that you have like multiple clients hooked up in a, in a building is that you just have a lot of access points and basically it hands off to say like, okay, I have, you know, like if, if, if I see two, if I see two of them, I'm looking at the load and I'm looking at the load on the access point itself and all this other, you know, like there's a, there's a lot of really complicated stuff that's kind of going on in the background. And with 5G, the thing is, is that the access point ranges are so absolutely shitty that you can pack more access points in the same area and have right, like this demarcation right, right, right. of sure. them. Sure, sure. So there's 5G comes in three different ranges. There's the the short range and then there's like a mid range and there's a long range. Now, most Internet people understand like because they buy it for their home. For some reason, they use bytes and or bits instead of bytes when it comes to network stuff. I don't really understand why, but it's what they do. So, like, if you have Time Warner, you might have a hundred megabit connection. You might have three hundred megabit. You might have gigabit. Um, that really short wave is up to two gigabits down so that's like fios times two over a cellular connection it's fucking fantastic Holy shit. that's crazy. right so 5g is great for the for the the, the milla um milla wave yeah i guess you know. like my question is then like mid band is still really fucking good yeah mid- but like if this is really just the f- mostly efficient for like densely populated areas, then no, that's only the millowave is only the millowave. Okay, is gotcha. the one right. that okay. yeah. So um, you can have low band and low bands for you know, like the, the the furthest the furthest distance. The low band is twenty five megabits, which is kind of what like like spectrum slash time Warner slash whoever was a Comcast or whatever was offering when you first got cable, when you first got cable internet. Right. So that's yeah. not great. That's not great. But the mid band is a hundred megabits, which is really, that's like spectrum's base offering right now. So mid band is good. And then, you know, the, the, the Milla Milla wave, is fucking fantastic. Right. So that's, that's where it's supposed to be at least. So I guess my question is then like, if if so let's like 5g, let's say is so much more powerful. Are you talking now about like having a cell phone with a hotspot, a 5g hotspot powering like your home? Yeah. So I remember talking to a Verizon sales rep maybe 10 years ago. Right. Yeah. And I was complaining to him because that's what I like to do. And I'm like, I'm like, I fucking hate Verizon, right? That's why I say I fucking hate Verizon. And um, and he's like, and I'm like, he's like, why? And I'm like, because they will never <laughs> offer, 
they will never off. Yeah, he's just a, I just he's he was actually a really nice guy, but I'm gonna make it sound just like this douche. Um Why? they're <laughs> awesome. Um, and it was because uh, I'm like because they'll never roll Fios out to my area. Some of my friends are in like cities and they get Fios, but they'll never roll it out to my area. So screw them. And he's like, Yeah, they're actually they're not really interested in rolling out um their the, the the fiber optic to everyone's home, the future is in wireless. You know, it's in cellular. Yeah. Well, and this was like this was 10 years ago, right? And I'm like, okay, well, maybe. Well, in those 10 years, like the, the office I used to work in, a lot of those people lived in rural areas and that's what they did. They just bought like an unlimited data plan through a cellular connection for their home. And then that's what they used. So it, it's, it's, it's already there, but it's not at the point where it's cheaper than the 65 bucks a month or whatever you'd get from your cable provider. You see what I'm saying, Wade? Right. Yeah. So that's that's really what's preventing people from going there. The moment that it exceeds the speeds of your cable, people are going to switch for bandwidth alone. Right. Now, I think that you're going to have a little bit more latency since it's wireless, but I haven't actually tested that. Like, I should. I should do, you know, the well, ping test using my cellular connection. It, 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 the, the caveat to this all being, too... Um, is it really meaningful since we've packetized pretty much every single communication method or display method that we, you know, like that, where they talk about like HDMI, mm -hmm. you know, like even the HDMI cable is a freaking packet thing. Like that. Well, actually it's funny that you mentioned that, that files thing. Cause one of the things that, that, that they talk about too, is that um, Verizon seems to have really made a fundamental misstep with how they implemented uh, like that technology. Cause you look at Comcast or even spectrum when they're doing like, cause that, the thing with files is that files is a fiber line straight to your house. Right. And that's dumb because it makes it ridiculously expensive and everyone else is going fiber to curb. So, you know, like you have a trunk line come up to like a block and things that would have been, you know, like I was actually, when I was down in Canastota, you could see like as people were, more and people were getting broadband in my neighborhood, like the average actual connection speeds were going down because the equipment had been kind of neglected by Time Warner. But it's, you know, you don't need, if you do fiber to the curb or something like that, the, the, the actual equipment to break it down from that spot is way less expensive than either the old cable stuff or what Verizon did with the, the, the Fios lines and right. Verizon, you know, Verizon, Verizon's just like Verizon's like my ISP, except they kept all the good customers. Yeah. Verizon's essentially done what like Google did with, with, with email. They didn't really do it that much differently. They just offered way more than the competitor. And like, like to your point, I mean, Spectrum has fiber going to the going on all of the poles. It is a fiber connection. They just run copper to your house. Spectrum is capable of running gigabit in, uh, uh, internet. They just don't want to. They just don't want to sell it. They really don't want to sell it. Period. Like you can buy like a three X speed package, but it ain't it ain't gigabit. And if you want to go that high, you can get it through Spectrum, but you you essentially have to go to a business class connection, and it's like it's like hundreds of dollars a month. 
Well, yeah. and, and there's a, there's also the caveat that effectively for most home use cases, you're pooched on the data center side. Like you're the whoever you're connecting to at a gigabit internet speed. You know, like if you were doing gigabit internet, but like you're not you're not pulling that much bandwidth from the provider. Or you're right. not pulling that much from whatever, like from a streaming site, or if you're downloading it, I like you're gonna get throttled there. So you know, it's it's a it's it's a it, you know it's it's a matter of what what's an actual usable you know not to say that I don't want a gigabit internet link, but you know multi-site replication would be so fucking red with, with that, and if it was synchronous, like I want a gigabit up. That's actually that's that's one of the. The major selling points of going to FiOS is that it's it's a gigabit up and down, and um, I mean I can't get FiOS, so I don't even have that option. But like this podcast is an excellent example. This podcast used to be a two-hour format. Uploading a two-hour sound clip took forever, yeah. and you can compress it. But you know we back we we at least we used to we've changed the format today and we're, we can explain that a little bit technically because it's fun um, for me to talk about and maybe some people to hear maybe it just pisses them off but uh, the the project files that we use they're currently in GarageBand and GarageBand saves them in waves so we back up the entire project to the cloud it takes up tons of space inside the cloud and then the backing it up takes forever so i think the up speed right now for for my spectrum is like i think 20 megabits the downstream is 100 but i think the upstream is like it's like 20 so it's like one fifth of the download speed and i don't even understand why like when the internet started i can see because they were trying to prevent people from running their own systems from their home like their web servers or file servers but why would you even do that now where you can use Dropbox or you can use you know Google Drive or iCloud like why would you waste your time <laughs> setting up an FTP out of your home uh I, I don't even I don't even understand why they limit the up speed but it definitely sucks and it sucks for my business as well because I upload um computer software it takes forever yeah, so here, here, here's 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 the thing, Finicaro. You uh, you want you want to go have these? You want to go have these in an office in Oneida? <laughs> I I wouldn't say no. I mean, you're kind of springing the question on me, like in the middle of a podcast. So I, I know. don't well, want to sound that, like a huge Debbie Downer, but uh, no, well, no, because I'm I'm looking I'm looking at like they actually do have files in Oneida proper. Oh, you're funny. What, what do you do? You quitting your job? Of course, you won't say that on air. But you quitting your job? No. Not 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 at the not at the moment. Moment. Oh, you mean an office for the podcast, dude? Yeah. We gotta we gotta get some, we gotta get some sponsors if we're gonna be running out oh, of shit. fucking office. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think what you you probably just want me to move my company, my software company there, right? And then the podcast can just use. Oh the no, space I'm just, for free. I, well, well, I I mean, like I wasn't even thinking that, but. I guess it depends how much sales you can help my company get off off of 3D printing. Because mm. 3D printing is blowing up right now. Again. <laughs> Again. Well, speaking of high bandwidth over the air, um, Connor, have you heard anything about ATSC 3.0? ATSC, no. What's, what the, uh, now, now we're, now we're going to have to talk. 
So, you know, like the whole HD streaming, you can get like, you could get by one of those antennas and say, hey, okay. watch your internet for free and all that shit. Um, well, 3.0 is getting released this year. That's so, I, it's so weird hearing like actual, like just basic, hey, we're going to, yeah. we're going to upgrade broadcast television again since we've no, made it all digital now. This is even stranger though. Like I can't even wrap my head around this. And of course, nobody was prepared for this topic. Um, for those listening, we did zero topics this week. We decided to just kind you're of. Doing, well, uh, so they're actually it. doing. You're actually doing 4K broadcast. Yes, yes, but it's even stranger. So wait, you know what we're talking about, right? Not a clue. So you know how you can get cable, or you can just put an antenna on your TV, like a digital antenna. Digital antenna, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, um, a few years ago, ten years ago, maybe um, they upgraded the digital antennas to be HD, right? Because okay. it used to be like the old format, which was crappy, right? The standard definition or whatever. Yeah. They upgraded to HD, which was almost as good as your 1080p television could push. It was actually a, a format called 1080i. So it was a little bit worse than than the best your TV could do. But all the TVs have switched to 4K, right? Mm-hmm. So now, like, you know, you got Amazon Prime's going 4K. Netflix has a tier that you pay a little bit extra for. You can get 4K. Um, I don't know if the cable boxes have made it to 4K yet. I assume they must have some form of option for 4K. But I, out of nowhere, and it seems kind of strange, but out of nowhere, this, and I shouldn't say out of nowhere. I'm sure there's a lot of planning behind it. This, the, 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 uh, the HD antennas. There is a new 4K standard coming out, right? So just what do you think the fucking bunny ears are dead? They're coming out with 4K over the air. Really? But that's just the tip of the iceberg of this thing. Okay. These networks are actually going to offer an option to DVR the content for you do on-demand content for you. So it's going to be this like, like TV. It's going to be a subscription service, right? So like, let's right, say but you all got, your, so, but like, so essentially all your preferences would be saved in the cloud and they just like beam yeah, it to so you. Like, right. So like, like let's say PBS, right? PBS is, is, is an excellent example because they have a lot of content that people still watch. Right. Sure. Let's say PBS is running planet earth. Right. Which that was actually a joint effort between them and BBC, I believe. But PBS is airing uh, in our version for some reason needed a different voice. But anyway, um, so let's say they're running Planet Earth. <laughs> you can, you know, you can you can watch it on your TV in 4K um, for free, right? Yeah. If you turn your TV on when the show's on, right? But let's say you you fired up and now you're like, um, I want to start this from the beginning, right? Which you can do with cable television. The idea is PBS is going to have an option where you can do that. And I, I have no idea how this works, but from what I understand, you have an internet connection. That internet connection tells PBS you want to start it over and somehow they start re- rebroadcasting it to you. Interesting. There's got to be like a server somewhere. There's got to be somewhere saving these preferences, right? Like 
And what's crazy to me is it's like, what are they sending out a stream just for you? Does it start over in 60 seconds for anyone that clicked the start from the beginning option? And I don't exactly know how the service works. For all I know, the over the air is just a way to get you to install their app and then you're streaming it over the internet. But I don't know. It's I'm interested to see if it ends up flopping or if it ends up taking off because the yeah. tech that they're building into it is much closer to what you'd get out of a cable box than what you'd think about like the classic just tune in the station when you watch. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, I, I guess little, have to, when is this coming out? When is this like kind of rolling out? It's rolling out this year. There's some cities that already offer it. So you, there's some cities that if you if you happen to have a 4K and a 4K tuner, I guess you could say, you could play it. Now, no TVs are shipping with 4K tuners yet, right? And the cheapest tuners I've found online right now are still 1500 bucks. So there's not a whole lot of people that have adopted it yet, but the the broadcasting has has begun already in some of these larger cities. I believe one of them is actually Charlotte, North Carolina. It's one of the fastest growing cities. I think it's the fastest growing city in the United States. For some reason, they're offering some of this. Uh, it's called ATSC 3.0, but it it's essentially the HD antenna, but it's 4K now, which is pretty cool. So they have a flow chart. If you go to ATSC.org um, with the 3.0 thing, they have they have a flow chart and they show this like this uplink, this downlink. Um, I, I don't really understand how it works, but some of the articles that I've that I've read make it seem like the networks are trying to drive you into their subscription models. The best I could think of is, you know how you have like CBS all access and stuff like that. Yeah. And like you can get CBS through your cable provider. You can watch a few of the CBS programs through the antenna, but uh, if you don't have cable and you don't have an antenna, then you just pay them like 10 bucks a month and you can stream everything on their website. From my understanding is 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 it is they're trying to kind of pair that with the antenna. So that way they can get all of their money back <laughs> from setting up these antenna. But they will they will always have a free version as well. Huh. I don't know if it'll be the rebirth of antenna or if the idea will flop, but I find it very intriguing. Was well, this like the beginning of cutting cords pretty much everywhere? Maybe. Maybe, you know, but it, it also might turn into, you know, 10 different bills because now you got to get a subscription to, to PBS in order to watch the content that you want when you want. You know you what, You got to get a subscription to CBS you know when you want to watch the content when you want. And then Trace and Gunner, we develop software that combines all those bills. We call it the fucking, the buddy snake. You just pay one fee to the buddy snake and he divvies out that fucking money to those greedy little fuckers. What else can we offer with the buddy snake? Trouser Sex. cake. Can we inappropriate can we, jokes? Yeah, I think I think we have to send inappropriate jokes. <laughs> mm, okay, so we gotta think of an appropriate web 2.0 name for that platform though. For it's called snake? Bu it's buddysnake.org. I already bought yeah. it. Yeah, what the fuck is your problem? Gunner, why are you trying to go back. against our branding already? We've already hired a designer. He's halfway done. He's, dude, he's well, Asian. Yeah, and we're just finishing the colors. He loves Ja Rule. 
He's a quant. <laughs> oh, gosh. He owns a studio, <laughs> his own studio. He's part angel and part st- demon. Daemon, I should say. He, he owns two studios. He does. When he falls asleep, he works at the other one. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> the inside jokes. I don't even know what episode he was on. I want to tell people which episode he was on, but I don't even know what episode he was on. I don't oh. think was there an episode oh. with Oh yeah. You you forgot that we had a he, guest on our show? Remember when we used to do that, Gunner? Remember when we used to guest? if we get if we get a studio, if we get an apartment slash office slash studio, we can have guests again. That's true. That's very true. And I, I think we could make it work. I mean, we got it working today. We can fucking hear Gunner in real time. Yeah, but we're we're maxed out here. We were maxed out with four channels here. Oh, is it just four? I think it's just four. I, I believe I'd have to well, look into it, but to, I'm almost positive. Maybe we have to pay. Maybe we have to pay more money. Yeah, we just well, need more sponsors, or we just need to find another service that can have more than four. We don't really need them to record. Yeah, we just true. need a place for us to meet so no, we you, can record it. Whoever our guest is, I mean, though, effectively, they just effectively we've redu- we've been reduced to using Skype, right, or Discord chat. We just the guests just have to sit uncomfortably close to us so we can share a microphone. Ooh, and possibly and share our halitosis. That's you know <laughs> what it brings the whole buddy snake back in because there's a buddy system for the microphone. That's right. <laughs> is that is, the is, right is, is that a, is that a, is that a friendly snake, or are you just happy to see me? <laughs> and it dies. <laughs> I was trying. I was trying to come up with some joke, and I thought maybe I could like bridge Limp Biscuit with Buddy Snake and make it like Limp Buddy, but it didn't work. So the silence was me trying to follow up your joke, Gunner, and I'm sorry. Crashing. Limp Biscuit or Lick Biscuit? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so yes. Wade, do the countdown test or whatever we do you normally to to to, to see what our, our our latency is this episode because I'm very proud of this. The the countdown test? What do you mean? Uh not that you know, when you say something oh, and then Gunner replies right. and then we're Gunner, able to find out. Gunner, I'm gonna say a word and repeat the word as soon as you as I finish saying it. The word is tangerine. T- tangerine? Yeah, I mean there's no there, there's there's none at all, I don't think. That's not bad. It's not bad at all. So I'm going to explain how we did this. Yes. Yeah. Let's go into detail about that. Magic. Yes. Yep. That's it. That's <laughs> we it. hired a wizard. That's it. We just used magic. We hired a wizard and then we killed him and sacrificed him. We did. To we a did. Wizard. Now his soul lives in the, in this page here. Gunner and I are actually on the same <laughs> microphone. That's how we did it. We're doing the buddy snake system right now. And with the buddy snake system, we're just uncomfortably close. We we keep popping breath mints so that we don't have to, um, you know, so the, the breath isn't too harsh. But the, no, the, so the, 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 <laughs> popping breath mints and clenching been... butt cheeks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it's not even a full chair. It's just, a, it's just a little wooden stool. So it's really tough for us to balance. It's um, just a leg. Just keep your arms around me, Gunner. Yes. So I don't fall. Never let, so I'll never let you go, Jack. So Gunnar and I are in separate buildings, um, and we did fix the latency. Not in our hearts. We fucking gamed the system. So this platform that we use called Squadcast, 
Squadcast updated its platform and it's been wreaking havoc on Gunner's internet connection. But what we figured out was when we're picking our topics, it's perfect. There's no latency at all. And then Gunner proposed something which we all believe to be fucking, I don't even want to say true. It's just genius. And Gunner, what was your theory? That it's hosing us because it's effectively sending two copies of the podcast at the same time, the live chat and the one that's being saved in the background. Right. So the way that Squadcast works is in order for us to hear each other. What did you say? Squadcast. Oh, the way the Squadcast works is that it, it, you know, that's something that I, that I kind of didn't miss was Gunner just whispering while we're talking. But it's back now. I guess I have to take it's the good with the bad. Now. Yeah, because now, he, <laughs> now it's live. So he's just going to go back to doing it. So I'll celebrate it, even though even though I, I didn't love it before, but I love the lack of latency. So uh, in order for us to hear each other, it's a, it's a degraded quality, right? So Gunner's voice is coming in as a like an MP3, essentially, some type of, of compressed format. Wade's voice is coming in as a compressed format. So that's that way I can hear them live. So the reason that we always sounded great until we hit the record button is because that live broadcast was being compressed. And that was the only bandwidth needed on Gunner's network. But the moment that Wade clicks record, it tells our computer to record a high quality version of that audio. And then it, there's no way to pause that high quality version from being uploaded to the cloud. So the longer we're on the podcast, the longer the latency becomes because it's just consuming the entire pipe. And now this poor like MP3 voice that Gunner is trying to speak with is, is competing with this high quality version that could really be delayed and be sent tomorrow or later tonight. It doesn't need to be uploaded right away. So I, the reason that Squadcast did this was because if, if, if they don't start uploading it immediately, you have these situations where let's say we have a special guest. If that special guest, let's say they're in they're in California or something, the time zone's different or, or whatever, that special guest has to leave the browser open and connected after the podcast has stopped, which means if they forget to mute their mic, then like you're listening to their TV in the background, like it's 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 really annoying because they have to they have to keep the browser open and they have to stay open on the podcast session so it makes sense it makes sense f- for them to start uploading it immediately because now the person isn't you know in, in, encumbered with hanging around on the podcast for a while and that's the way squadcast was when we first started using it and it didn't have this issue but yeah, it would it really wait didn't. and start uploading yeah. at the end now that they've fixed that problem, they created a new one. Now, if they'd only give Gunner a don't send the high quality version button, um, you know, and then it would work better with with low bandwidth connections like Gunner's. So what we did is we're actually not recording. That's the coolest part. We, well, we're not recording on Squadcast. Right. We're not using them to record. We are we actually have a fourth person. Yes. And that person is called recording. recording. Yeah. And that recording person is recording. And that was our fix. Good on you. Good on you, Ricardo Montalban. They shall fear our Tombogiri. 
Actually, that's what it, that's what he needs to be named on from, and that's what he needs to be named from now on, Ricardo Ricardo Montalban. <laughs> so that's how we hacked the squadcast. And now you know the rest of the story. <clears throat> so. There's you know, some oh, dumb motherfucker wait, wait, like beeping outside you, of my house right now. Should you really be out? driving while you're doing a podcast? Yes. I mean, like now that we've got this bandwidth solution knackered, I think you can. But wait, it's just the guy that stole your security deposit. He just he's returning it yeah. now. Yeah. Hey, so did so? I mean, like other than the fact that Squadcast doesn't work with Chrome, um, what do you mean? Is there actually Squadcast works only with Chrome? Only works only works with Chrome. Works with Chrome. I mean, yeah, works okay. With that. Fair enough. Did you see that shit with um? So Microsoft officially abandoned IE, right? Yeah. Like they're now even now there's like a there's like a zero day they found that effectively they said if, if you're using it set your appliances to specifically block the IE user agent from being able to connect to the internet because we we don't think we can fix this. Um. Did you see that shit with Opera where they're like loading up the app with um like. Lo- like um, payday loan kind of loan sharking apps. No, Opera? they're selling. Yes, o- Opera. Opera is spamming the store, their store, with like loan application app, like loan service applications, because they're they basically are so desperate for money that they've just and any like any tenant whatsoever of them not. Doing business with straight up loan sharks is gone. Wait, so like, what so, happens? What happens? So, so are you saying? Because so Opera, we, we, we rewind a little bit with the browsers. No, jumped, you're fine. Jump, jump topics. Yeah, yeah, we rewind a little bit with the browsers. So, Chrome is essentially the the Internet Explorer of our generation, right? Yes, and that, yeah, and we all understand that why that is, and that's because. Uh, Pretty much, when when Safari was made, Apple Apple borrowed the source code from an open source project. They had to keep it open source, and they did. And then Chrome took that, and Chrome made a browser engine. And now everyone has just been taking that code. So Chrome is based off of Safari, but then Opera is like, well, why don't we use Chrome? So Opera started using Chrome. And then this past week, Microsoft announced that the Edge browser that actually ships with Windows 10, the one that you're supposed to be using instead of Internet Explorer, they just switched that over to Chrome. So Chrome is pretty much every browser at this point, except Except for Firefox. Firefox. (laughs) Right. Except for Firefox. Firefox is kind of its own. It's kind of like it's always been kind of the uh, the underdog, Um, sometimes the most popular browser, but not now. Now it's all uh, Chrome. And where what were you talking about? Oh, okay. So Opera, from my understanding, Opera uh, is compatible with like like Chrome plugins because it's based off of Chrome. I know that Edge is compatible with Chrome plugins. Microsoft has made that very clear. So if people are wondering what I mean. It's like if you need if you use WebEx at work for like remote support or something like that, or you use GoToMeeting or something for go- jumping into a meeting. Usually, those put a plugin inside your browser so you can quickly join. All of those plugins will just work out of the box with 
Chrome-based browsers usually. So I know Edge does. I assume Opera does. Now you're saying that Opera is so desperate for money at this point that they have a store that's filled with like payday loan apps. Is that what you're saying? That kind of yes. <laughs> so they're just like, hey, nobody's. But but Opera is a free. They they're a free browser. How, <laughs> where no, the, no, their whole thing. Money? Their whole thing was that they, they they had they had to get. They had, they've always kind of like made their money primarily through either like, you know, like they actually would sell copies of it. And it's like, yeah, it's like this, it's, it's, yeah, I bought, I bought it once. There's many years ago, but yeah. Yeah, So that like, and the other thing is, is that a lot of people just aren't using browsers on PCs anymore. It's all mobile. But um, yeah, there's a whole, there's a whole thing right now where it's like, They're they're equivalent to the Chrome Store. Yeah, they're just doing yeah, like three hundred sixty five percent. Yeah, as I as I read as I'm just reading the slash dot blurb. But uh oh, so the other thing too is that they they effectively got I didn't realize this. Uh, Opera got bought out by some Chinese oh venture capital firm. Oh great! Oh man, this is getting even better and better. So yeah, they did an they did an IPO in 2017, and right after that, they got bought out by a Chinese technology group. China, China. See, this is the worst part about it is that like, uh, is it bad that someone, even if they're a colossal asshole, they're right for all the wrong reasons? Are we getting <laughs> political? I no, 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 no. I don't want to. It's like this. I think because we talked about this before, but the whole like basically He's the Chinese, you know, no, mm-hmm. no, ch- ch- Chinese business, Chinese business and China, the China, the Chinese government are effectively the same thing. Yes. The interest of one is the other. But like they, they, they just there's so much, there's so much money that just gets thrown at things and you don't even think about like. This is this was kind of like the whole like Huawei. They didn't want them making. They didn't want them doing cell phone infrastructure and stuff like that. China's like, hey, but, you know what? The government will decide, and the businesses might have a strong influence. United States says the people will decide, but the businesses are the, the people, only influence. <laughs> so yeah, the, the people the, really the people don't get will to decide anything. The, the people will decide, but the only people that matter are businesses are the business, or company, right. corporations. Yeah, five people. Well, that's one of like the big deals. Like that's one of like the like 2.0 of this like trade agreement. Like I said, not to get political, but like the unfair advantage that that kind of poses in global trade when like essentially every major business is backed by the state. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's kind of bullshit. But I, we don't want to get political. That's I, I agree with that. It's uh, I'm with it's, you on that. You know, I guess, and I I feel bad because like, could could my one purchase of opera back in the day have compounded interest into a thing that didn't allow them to become? Because <laughs> it's important that a competitor exists, and Firefox is kind of in its own weird. Yeah, I was running something, and uh, it was an, it was an old operating system. There was no browsers available to download for it, except for Opera. 
I looked it up. Opera was still offering a browser. So I actually, I think it was 30 bucks. I'm like, okay. I gave him 30 bucks and I grabbed it and it works terrific. Like I was impressed. Like, well, I was just kind of doing it for fun, but I'm like, well, if somebody's stuck on this old version of windows or whatever, they could still use the internet using opera. So I thought it was nice. And then when they kind of went away from their own code and started using Chrome, like the rest of the world, um, although they kind of led the battle in that they were like the first one to switch um, when they did that and they made it free. It's like, well, what are they really doing? How are they going to make money? And I know the browsers do make a lot of money like Firefox. Firefox makes the majority of its money off of its, uh, it's quote unquote Google searches. And I mean, I say quote unquote because it's, they, they make so much money off of it that it's actually a bidding war when they decide to choose their default search provider. Hmm. And I don't, let me look up the figure, but, uh, well, it's weird too. Cause like it, 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 if Google, if, if Microsoft's going all in on Chromium, $562 million. If, if Google's, if, if Microsoft's going all in on Chromium, does that mean that they start throwing money to Firefox just to keep the screws to, 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 to Google? From? So, so what happens is, is that Google, essentially the two search providers are, that, that have been winning back and forth over Firefox um, is Yahoo and Google. So Yahoo was the default search engine for Firefox for a few years, but in 2017, uh, Google bought, bought their their way back in and it is it is 562 million dollars can you imagine making a free app and just people opening it and searching with it give you 500 million dollars a year to deal with corporate america problems dog and that was two three years ago but it's almost this this almost isn't corporate america right it's it's a corporate America problem when Google and Yahoo are bidding back and forth, but Mozilla's entire purpose is just to have a free browser that right. cares yeah. about privacy, right? It's so it's really like it's almost like 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 a Wikipedia at that point, right? Because it makes tons of money, but its only purpose is to serve is to serve the good. In the case of Wikipedia, there is no Google asking for 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 search preferences right so right. wikipedia just bombards us at fucking christmas time which did you guys give them money <clears throat> i did not I, I gave i gave them money fuck yeah you did gunner wade wade shame on you how when do i fucking go on wikipedia you don't no you don't ever no, use wikipedia like when, See, what, wait, when wait, what i use it for wait wait for for you, everything you're thinking about this you're, you're thinking about this the wrong way you think about this the wrong way, and that's just okay. it. It's not even that you go on Wikipedia. It's all of the bullshit media that you consume that really just consists of people cleverly rewriting Wikipedia articles, <laughs> yeah. pretending it's their original content. That's 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 actually very very true. I know there's some satire there, but it's very true. But um, so you might not search it out, Wade. But I like <clears throat> like when I was looking at five G earlier. Yeah. Right, you looked up Wikipedia. You like you got your. I info? intentionally searched for the Wikipedia article because uh, same thing with um, uh, the, the like the price of stamps. Wikipedia brought me right to the section that said when the price increased, which year, and how many pennies it increased. So, like the the, the historical 
information that's required to be able to represent ourselves like we actually researched before this podcast, which we clearly didn't. Right. <laughs> Wikipedia is the is like a reliable source of that for me. So I, and I, everyone's got their different ways of consuming stuff. But I think to Gunner's point is a lot of the time when you find this stuff through the first, like let's say the first 10 results are not Wikipedia, they've actually taken taken the content from Wikipedia. I see. Well, then, then you've changed my mind. Maybe I will donate to Wikipedia. I gave him a hundred bucks mean, I, this I, year. I, oh wow! It, but I did know, it through my company, in, so. <laughs> so. It's a write-off. Yeah. So after written off, what did you give him? Well, it was it was a company expense, so. Right. I mean, you technically, know, technically I, it they, they gave me. It was it was it oh. was actually the way it works out is they they gave Trace money. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, I gave him a hundred. They gave me back two. It was. Gunner, uh, I felt. I felt good about it. Gunner, really so Gunner, how much did you give to Wikipedia? Twenty dollars. Five. I gave. I. I, I gave five. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> it was oh, all I had in my PayPal. Oh man, you do. Well, you would have more if Walgreens wouldn't fucking take it all out. <laughs> That's true. Take everything out. True. Was it Walgreens or was it was it uh, no it was Walgreens? It was right. It was right. It was just like it's now Walgreens, right? Well, it it was it was after the transfer, so it was when oh. the United one was in Walgreens and the Canastota one was still a Rite Aid. But yes, they just kind of like it's what's, like that South Park what's, episode. What's, They're like, what's the meme? I guess I'll die. Yeah, I I like that. You know, remember the South Park episode where people were trying to um, they're trying to take their money out during like during like the the housing crisis. They're like, yeah, I have, uh, I have like twenty thousand dollars in there. Yeah, you do. And, yeah, <laughs> and it's gone. Can I get my PayPal money? Yes, you can actually. And it's gone. <laughs> it's like, could you just punch me in the throat? This would have, I would have at least had some catharsis from it. I mean, like, <laughs> it would have made me feel better about myself and the decisions I've made in my life. Oh man, um, and I speaking of going to Walgreens, I'm I'm gonna give him five dollars then. So let's sweet. What happens is if and the the fact that you asked like why the hell would you give them money, Wade? It actually reinforced the fact that you must not go there very often because during Christmas time they actually put relentless. Yeah, they put a yellow banner over the top of their page and it moves all the content all the way down. So you have to like scroll past all these sad faces essentially <laughs> saying you're not going nice. to donate. That's and pretty funny. It, it's it's a it's really it's, it's effective. Like it's, it's just like MBR where they get all of the great content that you watch and interrupt it with phonathons. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't give them PR either. That's okay. So I I have have, have you fallen off the NPR track, Trace? I mean, like, you don't commute anymore. Right. Even when I was, I kind of switched from NPR to podcasts. I love NPR, but their content, I would listen to them on the radio. And the radio has to, co- the radio broadcast has to coincide with what you like and when you commute. So if I, if I turned it on and it wasn't like, like a segment that I would normally listen to, I would have no incentive to continue listening to them because it was, it was pretty much the same format every day. So they're like, Oh, well you can download our app. Well, I downloaded their app. It was very difficult because with with their app, it wasn't like, it wasn't really structured the same way as their live broadcast. 
So what I ended up doing is I, I just uninstalled their app. I didn't really care for it. It wasn't easy for me to like play a segment as I hit the road. So what I ended up doing is I started listening to their How I Built This podcast, which was is super cool. I'm sure you guys have both heard that. But it's like they, they interview um, – uh, Guy Raz interviews these um, these entrepreneurs. So I started listening to How I Built This, which is like a nice long format, and I could listen to it the whole way. Um, and then I started getting into other podcasts. So I gave up on NPR. Um, which unfortunately also means I stopped giving them my money, which is sad. I mean, I haven't given up on NPR. I, I do listen to them time to time. I kind of switch between them and like the local sports radio, sports talk radio. I, I don't know. Some of the segments are I mean, just bleh. Radio Lab's really good. When, when is Radio Lab? On? I've heard. I've heard fantastic Same things. Day. Radiolab is like one of those Radiolab's one of those things where like the world is constantly quoting them. So, you know, Joe Rogan would mention Radiolab. Um there's uh But but it's but it's Radiolab's kind of weird. Mm -hmm. Because it's effectively a podcast on NPR. If that makes any sense, like it, it's almost like the way the way no. it's produced. Is it's no, I don't know what that means. What do you mean? No, I, well, I'm saying like you know you have you have a you have new. I mean like there's public radio. You know, public radio. You have your news things. You have your like kind of live performance stuff. But then you also have like the kind of the like there. Um, do you ever listen to This American Life? No. Okay. No, no. So, I guess like Radio Radio Lab just does a lot of Radio Lab's almost like Vice. It's a very kind of editorial. You know, it's like it's it. They're longer produced pieces. Well, it's Radio Lab podcast. It's literally the name. Yeah. And that's yeah. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's 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 a very not, popular. It's not podcast. a program that would have. It's not a program that would have existed on NPR many many years ago. Right. Well, that's because I think the format of of listening is changing, right? Like the podcast is kind of where it's at right now. Yeah, Radio Lab has about thanks to Wikipedia. <laughs> no, <laughs> Radio thanks, Lab has about Wikipedia. one has about one point eight million subscribers. Just to compare that, Joe Rogan has three point three. And Friendship Snake has Friendship Snake has has actually more than both of those combined. That's right. Yeah. Don't we, mean to brag, y'all. Yeah, we're hitting it big. It's it's actually why we're turning down sponsors. We're doing like the Facebook thing where we just say, Oh, we're not a business yet. Oh, we're not a business yet. And then boom. We don't mean to brag. We offering. don't mean to boast. Friendship snake is like semen butter on your breakfast, on your breakfast toast. toast. Oh okay. avocado on toast. I tried. I tried after bringing you, it you, explicit, but you went and turned it into butter. That's right. Av- avocado on toast. After you've done horrible things to the avocado. <laughs> avocado, avocado is just. It's just vegan butter anyway. <clears throat> oh, did you? Uh, speaking of vegans, um, did you see the podcast uh, Joe Ro- and Joe Rogan's podcast? Did you see? Uh, so there was this. Netflix uh, documentary about this vegan bo- uh, vegan strongman, 
and vegan athletes in general. I believe this, the the uh, documentary was about. I actually do want to check it out because it does sound interesting. Okay. <clears throat> so one of the Joe Rogan's regulars, uh, like nutrition guys, he's uh, pro meat eating, um, not a carnivore diet or anything like that, but like kind of shit all over this um, documentary. And, you know, kind of took arguments from other people and made them his own. So Joe Rogan had this guy on that did the documentary. I've watched like two clips of it. This guy is, it's almost awkward um, to watch and how badly he tries defending himself. No. Yes. Because like this vegan guy has all this information from like the FDA, you know, uh-huh. the American sports science. And this guy's like, I believe he's British. He's got a, a, a British accent. I believe I could be wrong by that, but he is like, I mean, he is gutting this guy on the podcast and Joe's trying to step in, but then he's like, Joe can't say oh. anything either. Oh, wait, wait, wait. So is there only one guest? <clears throat> Two guests. Oh, there's two guests, and so can you explain the premise again? Because I'm a little bit confused. Okay. So there's one a of vegan, them is mm-hmm. there's there's a guy who actually was a, was an MMA fighter, I believe, for a little while. He's vegan. Mm-hmm. Yep. He, he did this documentary. I oh, think actually, okay. I believe Arnold Schwarzenegger might have been um, part of it as well. But okay. it was about vegan athletes, and this you know, this vegan strongman was kind of featured. Mm-hmm. Um, but essentially, like you know. Vegan athletes are just as good as meeting athletes. You know what I mean? Right, like, right. Potentially healthier. But then there's like a nutritionalist <clears throat> as well that's just. This nutritionist went on there and started talking shit essentially about this documentary and about how like, you know, vegan athlete is, is like a fallacy. Like it's not really, you know, you, you can't become like a, you know, the greatest athlete on like a vegan diet. And they started, he, he just, he, there were a lot of, arguments on the internet that were not proven in science and that really just required a little bit of thought if you just like read some stuff and so this vegan this guy that did this documentary uh-huh. came on joe rogan's podcast with this other guy to have a debate essentially this guy was like i literally am just here to prove you two completely wrong on this with science and facts and i've watched like two clips so far and he is, like I said, he is just verbally gutting this guy. So who's gutting who? The the, the vegan is gutting the fucking the, oh the, the other naysayer, guy. the naysayer. Yeah, nice, yeah. nice. I am uh, interested. You should it, check it out. I was at a birthday party yesterday, and um, a lot of the people there are like they kind of share like like these concerns about like all this plant based stuff, right? That's showing well, up. Like Dunkin' Donuts has got the yeah, soft and fatty and, and stuff. But I agree and, with uh, them. On that. I, I do agree with them on that because it's. It's we talked about this before. Yes, yeah, we did. Yeah, but that's what I like is that like like th- 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 this Joe Rogan is this a recent episode? I actually don't know if this is recent or not. It it was it jumped on my YouTube feed, so oh. I don't I like an, as an autoplay. So I'm not a hundred. I know it's not that old. I know this documentary came out in 2019, so it cannot be that old. Well, you just need three hours of your life to watch it now, right? It used to take me. It used to take me three days to get through a Joe Rogan episode because I'd, I'd listen to half an hour on each commute direction. And then after three days, I'd be three hours in and I could finish the episode. But it's, uh, it was, it's really, really interesting. And because like, they, like the one thing they said, okay, you know, they claim you could get the same amount of protein with peanut butter. 
with a peanut butter sandwich, but you would need five tablespoons of peanut butter. So the guy comes on and goes, are you guys forgetting the fucking bread? He's like, how much proteins in bread? Because yeah. bread does have protein, right? Right. He's like, and they're well, white bread. He goes, this is about athletes, dude. He's like, at healthy living. He goes, yeah. we tell everyone white sugar, shitty for you. White bread, shitty for you. Like whole wheat, whole grains, whole foods. He's like, and, that, and that's what's funny is that like, like a well-educated argument is usually going to win. Even if the opposing argument is correct, the one that's educated is going to win because they've already staged their, their responses. This already- dude. Well, no, well, but the, but the flip side, the flip side of that is that more often than not, these discussions are not based on facts. You're fighting over a conclusion that someone's already come to and they'll go limp Mm-hmm. And then you feel like you've been, then it, then it's like somehow you've bullied someone. But well, a good, but a good arguer about, yeah. should know both ends, though. <clears throat> well, I think this guy thought like Joe was going to jump in and save his ass, but like it's like Joe's not a fucking nutritionist. <laughs> you know what He's I mean? not, like, Joe's not, and Joe's always kind of a neutral on the diet stuff. Like he admits that he likes <laughs> meat, but he also has a lot of people on his podcast that hunt for their own meat and are strictly just. Like they appreciate the animals and they hunt for their own meat. The only thing Joe, and it's so funny is to listen to him talk about vegan cats. <laughs> That's the best. The best is listening to him rant about vegan cats because cats will die if you <laughs> try yes. making them vegan. <laughs> so like I could see why somebody would think that Joe's going to come to your defense if you're bashing veganism, but it's the same token. Like he's friends with so many people that live that lifestyle. It's he knows it. He knows that it at least works. Right. Well, yeah. But then he like, then like now, right now he's on this. So I think this happened somewhat recently with the past two weeks, actually this podcast, but now he's on the, he's on the, the, which I think is not a great idea. The carnivore diet only eats. He's only eating meat. Oh, Joe is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, But you know what? Somebody his age, he still works out. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. He could probably well, just eat spoons of Crisco <laughs> breakfast, lunch, well, and dinner, and he would still look the, terrific. The the other the other thing is is that it get this kind of gets into the semantics of Western diets are so fu- like Western common diets are so fucking horrible. Like you say that you're the carnivore diet, but it's like, are you just eating like a chicken breast or hawk? I mean, like because like you got to get you know like you kind of have to eat all of the animal at least right. in different portions to right. actually get the, the the nutrients that you need to maintain just chicken proper health just to yeah. eat the meat. <laughs> you gotta eat you gotta eat you know like and there's problems with that too because like it's kind of like it's like tuna like tuna is a bioaccumulator so we dump so much garbage into the environment but you gotta eat livers and what's well, how they say corn. like guys that uh like st- like castaways, like you know what I mean. Like the the ship will sink and they'll be out there, and they'll be catching fish. But then, like after a while, they're like, I don't know why. It's because it sounds disgusting. But I started eating the eyes, and it's because like they didn't need any more protein. They needed some sort of like other, you know what I mean, like yep. other nutrient. Well, it's it's the whole the whole you starve to death eating eating as many rabbits as you can. Yeah, it was yeah, like rabbits rabbit sickness. Is that what that's called? Yep. Because you don't, because they, they're, you know, you, you wait, what, what, oh, 
We are. <laughs> you know, all the subtleties are taken away. <laughs> yeah. Since I'm timekeeper now, because we switched up the format, all the subtleties are taken away. I'm like, I'm just going to send a subtle text saying we're at an hour. You hear, boodaloom. Garner's like, what the fuck is yeah, going on? In my Sorry. Right <laughs> <laughs> we are at 106, okay. though. And uh, we probably should start to wrap this up. I, My I voice need, is, I need, uh, I, is starting to fade. I can feel it. I I need to go eat some elk liver and some and some horse penis. What? Uh, what? <laughs> the whole animal. The whole animal. thing. <laughs> I I got a I got a little pork <clears throat> and not enough time. No. You're talking well, about the seasoning time, right? Yes. yes. Yeah. Ice. So, yeah, and again, we got to go go. So, so like things things that like don't fit on a screen so um since i jumped back on the social media i'm sorry i'm sorry you're internet. um i joined a you never left small farm and homesteading page or group and the text that comes up on my phone is so i finally had to kill my troublesome my my my, my, my troublesome son or something like that and it was a cow that you know, like again, because experiences that you've missed off. Trace just has his son crawling in the refrigerator and licking every surface to try and kill it, kill his family. We we have had so many breakouts since we started like having horses and cows. Breakouts of what? Just the cows, the horses, like the horse, the, you know, the animal breaking out of the farm. Yes, just like right. you know, fuck, fuck this. I got some place to be. Where okay, is that? Gotcha. I don't know. Just not here. Because like the first day we had the cow at the house, she fucking knocked three fences down through gate. She's just like, I'm going back to this place. I got so, because so, she was doing that like fucking taken thing where she's like, okay, I'm counting the turns. She couldn't see out the trailer, but she was counting the turns so she would know her way. But she would know our way back to the farm that we took her from. Okay, that sucks, but. It's I like you know like there's like the whole like you you gotta drag your ass out to get to work and it's another that's like hey I gotta drag my ass out to go to work oh and there's a horse outside my window I should probably go deal with this problem <laughs> and that's a literal you, meaning to the whole close the barn door thing when your fly yeah. is open you actually look out your window and my and, and and my junk is still hanging out as well, but that's that that's 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 a common problem here on the Friendship Snake podcast. <laughs> pants problem. Are optional. Yes, pants optional. It's a pants optional podcast. With that, though, I think it is time that we wrap this up. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, uh, we didn't didn't do a whole lot of recording in. Uh, January because uh, I thought I was going to die, but uh, I survived another another element down. <laughs> um, we'll be back in a week. <laughs> you realize eventually that you're just not you're you're just going to get so sick that either you die or you become immortal. I'm hoping for the latter, but if not, then <laughs> what, does, what doesn't what doesn't yeah what doesn't kill you just makes you really really weak. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> but with that, we will uh we will see you guys later and uh enjoy your week. Ride the snake. Ride the snake. Ride the snake.
don't stop stop recording don't stop stop recording hello internet and there's no hello internet hello internet Internet. <laughs>